Ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Peter. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> Peter? Peter? Ow, Peter. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, Parker. <laughs> Ooh. 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 <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Finished. Oh my Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Loud noises! Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmajer. And I want to live in a world that's got Pokemon logic, where all the animals say their names. Dog, dog, dog. Margalista. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an idyllic world that would be. And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes. Yes. Experiencing it through the ears, into your brain, into your umlongada. Okay. <laughs> your medulla oblongada. <laughs> That's a good name. It is. It is. Medulla. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to um, the show, I suppose. Yes. We're here for another week. It's another mm-hmm. episode of us. Yep. Being mm-hmm. crazy and zany and talking about nerdy shit. We love it. And yes. We, oh yeah. And we live for it. Uh, yes. Fulia. Hi. Have you watched anything cool this week? So I'm almost at the end of my binge of According to Jim. I am, I've got about a few more episodes left and it's done. Mm-hmm. Got to find another sitcom to watch now. Um, I also got a chance to watch a an old film that uh, I had been meaning to watch but never got around to, um, and I got to watch Jack. Yay! (laughs) For more information on that, check out the monthly. Yes. (laughs) Um, I also sorry, Mike. (laughs) No, no, no. I was going to say something, but uh, uh, I have heard the monthly. So. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. great. Cool, great. Cool, cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the monthly later. Yes, we will. Uh, I also got a chance to watch the gallery, um, the Mandalorian season two finale episode, which was awesome. Oh, my goodness. I love behind the scenes stuff. So this was like, ah. Um, and it sort of, and it talks about the whole finale episode about this one character and trying to keep it a secret. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen gifts of, of said character holding, yes. holding said other character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if that, you haven't. And that character ate the other character. <laughs> <laughs> just unhinged his jaw and just went, oh. <laughs> exactly. So if you haven't, go check out uh, the gallery for the Mandalorian a season two finale is awesome. Um, and one other thing that I will mention um, is this weekend I got a chance 
to finally watch Cruella. (laughs) And I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Yes. That's good to hear. Man, Emma Thompson does a great job playing a narcissist. (laughs) (laughs) She does. She's so good. She's very good in it. (laughs) And uh, bravo to Emma Stone as well. Yeah. She's done a brilliant job as well. It was a really good performance. Yes. Um, Yeah. I really enjoyed the the story of Cruella de Ville um, or... What used to be, well, is spelt as devil, but it's pronounced devil. Yes. <laughs> it's all in the pronunciation, darling. Yes, it is. Um, and it was really interesting to find out the twist at the end. Yeah. Um, that kind of blew my mind a little. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, lots of, lots of good fun. No animals were harmed in the making of the film. <laughs> Which was what I was worried about. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, yeah, so no, no Dalmatians were harmed. Um, but it makes you really think that there was. <laughs> <laughs> or there's about to be, at least. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So I'm, I'm glad I finally got a chance to watch it now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much been my week of watchings. Um, over to you, Michael. What have you been watching? Yes, well, um, quite interesting that you say Cruella because me and the wife did a did a date night at home. Um, uh, we watched Cruella ourselves too. Yay! Uh, yes, uh, she hasn't seen it, but I saw it when it was in the cinema. Um, in the middle of one of the lockdowns, I can't remember. But <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So she really enjoyed it, and it's very rare that we that we have uh, um, uh, parallel likeness of of movies and stuff. So it's very yeah, very rare to find uh, either one of them. And yeah, and I said, well, they're going to make a sequel. It's like, ah, oh, cool. We'll watch that as well when we're out of lockdown too. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yes, Uh, also, I watched the new two episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well. Oh, yeah, I also caught up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Awesome. Yeah, they they were pretty cool, and uh, and I I actually watched them today when I had 48 48 minutes of doing nothing, so I just went, ah, I've got work Wi-Fi, so I'll just use it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I watched that, and funny enough, uh, the second one, I had to laugh because me and the wife also had another date night. We had two, uh, two date nights, uh, one after the other. Um, and we, uh, we watched Speed. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, because, uh, she's seen Speed because, uh, well, her, her future husband, as she says, is in it, so. <laughs> Oh, Jeff Daniels. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Dennis Hopper. Um, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, we're talking about Keanu. Keanu. Uh, and no matter how hard she's pushing, we're not going to call our, uh, one of our babies um, Keanu. <laughs> she wants to call, if you guys have a, have a son, she wants to call it Keanu. 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. Bless her. I said, no. <laughs> it's a, it's because, you know, we're not Hawaiian. So, it's true. Yeah. It's like it's like if we had a boy and call it Tyrone. <laughs> it's not going to match. No. No, it's not no. going <laughs> to work. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool because I don't... I can't remember if I've seen Speed or if it was a long time ago. I've only seen like snippets, so it's kind of cool. I just rewatched it and then all its '90s cheese, and I just so good. I just loved it, and yeah. it's like yeah, and it got me thinking of a theory that um, uh, Jeff Daniels' character is called Harry, and he may spoilers for Speed, but he dies in it, and I think he, he faked his own death. And he he went into witness protection, and he's now living with a man, living with another guy called uh, uh, Lloyd Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> because they came out in the on the same year. So they did. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, it's my that own works. little head cannon that works. I like it. Yeah. So that's what we basically did. Um, what else? Uh, I think that's basically it, except for you know what we're what we're contractually obligated to watch is what if uh, but you know, <laughs> yes we'll talk about that down the track and fridays i didn't really watch anything because because uh, i'm gardening basically i'm i'm shifting dirt so that, that's keep me keep me fit and, and i just realized i'm I've, I've i still got my covid body and i need to work that out <laughs> i'm a little bit more pudding than, than muscle. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and and yes, I did watch the uh, Star Wars, uh, the Mandalorian uh, gal- uh, gallery, gallery, the gallery. Yeah, the gallery, and and yeah, it got me a little bit teary. I thought, ah, oh, yeah, I just, <laughs> I I do enjoy it, and yeah, it, it and it came and they were talking about stuff that I, I was actually interested in, and it's. It's like the technology is there, and will it be will it be used for evil uh, <laughs> and all that stuff? And it's like, yeah, we can sort of see see it's it's probably going to go down that fast. Like we're not we're going to you know we have to deny what we see with our eyes. Yeah, hey, scary place. But anyway, do you believe everything that you see, um, Kendall? No, no, <laughs> no, no. No, it depends. It depends. Um, I have a question. Uh, did you? I'm guessing the whole the fact that you that the speed and and Brooklyn Nine Nine thing was that just a cool like? Did you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine and then go, oh, wait, let's watch Speed? Or it was it was literally just a coincidence? It was the other way around. That's and, crazy. And I had to laugh. It was like, yeah, that's fantastic. I don't believe in um, destiny and shit, but you know. I do enjoy it when when patterns emerge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, glitches in the matrix, almost. Yeah, <laughs> another key. Bringing it back around. Yeah. Um. Nice. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I I also partook in some Brooklyn Nine Nine, so I'm all caught up on that, which was a lot of fun. Um. Especially to to hear Rosa do a near spot on impression of Amy. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. Uh, yeah, so and I drunk watched, Amy at that. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that. Um, 
what else do I have to mention? Uh, well, speaking of 90s sort of um, movies, uh, I, I recently watched a sort of sequel uh, to a classic 90s film um, that I'd always wanted to watch but never had been able to, but it's finally on Netflix. Um, so I watched the, the sequel, quote-unquote, to The Fugitive, which is U.S. Marshals. Um, which is on Netflix now here in Australia. And uh, yeah, uh, and I was yeah so excited to watch it because I, I love The Fugitive. I mean, I'm a big Harrison Ford fan. I mean, most people are, um, but I love The Fugitive. Like outside of Star Wars and Indiana Jones, like The Fugitive is my favorite movie um, that he's been in because it's just brilliant. Um, and, and yeah, so it was cool to kind of follow up with Tommy Lee Jones and his horde of of um of agents um as they're going after another fugitive uh in this sequel and Robert Downey Jr's in it um which was awesome he plays a he plays another a new a new a, an agent that's kind of being forced upon the group um against Tommy Lee Jones' will which makes for some humor um pretty good stuff but yeah and Wesley Snipes is the is the fugitive they're trying to track down and he's he's quite good in it too. So yeah, not as good as the fugitive, but yeah, I was really pumped just to see the gang back together from the first film basically. Um got me all excited. It was very cool. Uh and then yeah, and then the last thing I sh- I should mention was um uh, season 10 of American Horror Story started this week. Uh, so this is, uh, the season is called Double Feature because they're splitting up the season into two separate stories. Um, so we got the first two episodes of the, of the first half, the first story that they're doing. And it's really, really interesting. Um, cause it's, it's, it's basically about a, like writers or creative people who uh, end up taking this pill that basically turns them into vampires, but that's the trade-off because it like they take this pill and it makes them like uh write Pulitzer Prize winning shit like they write the best things they've ever like anybody's ever written um and then but then the trade-off is they need human blood um so it's (laughs) so it's very interesting and somewhat relatable just because there's lots of scenes of like the main character just sitting at his computer with the the camera focusing on the cursor just blinking blank page and I'm just like oh no I'm I'm feeling personally attacked right now I <laughs> <laughs> don't like this but no it's a, it's a lot of fun so um much better than the the spin-off show American Horror Stories so far and it's only been two episodes so I'm looking forward to the rest of that okay um that's that's the watchings done yeah. done so, so you watched The Fugitive no I watched US Marshals uh, I don't care. <laughs> well done, sir. I thank you. Well done. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> I don't kill my wife. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So the way he delivers that line is just cinematic gold. All right. That's enough. That's enough from us. Uh, in the watchings part, it's time to now dig into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. 
And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All writing, nerdy news time. And to start off the news this week, we must get a little sad for a second while we pay our respects to uh, a rock music legend. Um, Charlie Watts died this week at the age of 80. He, of course, was the iconic drummer for the Rolling Stones. Um, He was with the band since its inception um, back in the 60s, and he played on every single Rolling Stones album, every studio recording. He was there. Uh, and every concert um, he performed up until the, well, their most recent shows, which were in 2019, um, he was still with the rest of the boys uh, up on stage, um, you know, doing their thing, all of them. So very, very sad to to hear of his passing this week. Um, yeah, just, you know, because, you know, the Rolling Stones are just beyond beyond iconic when it comes to music um, and the music industry and, you know, they're leaving an incredible legacy behind them. So, and Charlie is no exception to that because, you know, he's frequently mentioned in a lot of uh, lists that talk about, you know, great drummers um, of, you know, of the music world. He's, he's up there with the greats, to be honest. So um, we will definitely miss him. Um, Mike, are you, are you a fan of the Rolling Stones? Um. I won't say a huge fan, but I, but I do enjoy some of the uh, classic rocks and all that, and and it's sad that um so, some of them are leaving us. So yeah, uh, so I pour some I pour some whiskey onto the ground for him. You know, it's always good. And the and one of the best stories uh, that are doing the rounds is um uh, when Mick, of course, um uh, was doing like interviews and that, and it's like. Uh, talk, talking about um, Charlie is like, oh yeah, he's my drummer, and of course uh, uh, Charlie got wind of this. Uh, he he got in. He, he he likes to dress fancy. Like he got in, got on his uh, three piece suit. He and he went down to Mick, and he completely like king hit him in the face. It's like, <laughs> you do not. I am not your fucking drummer. You are my, you are my lead singer <laughs> gold yeah that's awesome rock on rock so, on so charlie rock on man yeah absolutely absolutely he will he will definitely be missed but he never ever will be forgotten that's for sure yeah uh, rolling stone doesn't collect moss uh, except for this one sadly yes very sadly okay all right Let's move on into some happier news um, with some pretty exciting stuff coming out of Marvel this week because um, it was, well, it was an interesting week to start. Let's just say that because, you know, I think it was Monday uh, when a certain trailer uh, leaked its way uh, onto the internet (laughs) via reliable sources such as TikTok and Reddit. there was a previs trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home um, that leaked on Monday, which undoubtedly forced the hand of Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures. Maybe. May- well, it was coming out anyway because it Apparently was... Apparently it was, yeah. It was going to CinemaCon. 
Yeah, that that was that was the talk. Yeah, apparently we were going to get it anyway, but um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think it's it's interesting the timing of it all, at least. But yeah, speculation, whatever, mm. it's fine. Um, so uh, basically, the day after that trailer was leaked, we got the full, proper, fully rendered trailer experience unleashed upon us. Um, and the reason that I, I I mention it here because obviously we're going to be talking about it in Trailer Park soon. Um, but basically, uh, No Way Home. This trailer has smashed records already. Um, so there was a 24-hour uh, viewing record for um, for trailers that uh, was held by Avengers Endgame. Uh, you know, the trailers that came out a couple of years ago for that now. Um, Avengers Endgame was on 289 million views in 24 hours, and that's a global tally. Um, however, the global tally for 24 hours global views for Spider-Man No Way Home is more than 355 million. Um, absolutely smashing it out of the park here on this one, which is just insane. Kind of makes me sad only because Endgame was Endgame and it was such an important event in the MCU. Um, However, I'm not entirely surprised about this record-breaking situation because um, we've been waiting for this trailer for No Way Home for a long time. So I imagine if it had come out sooner, it probably wouldn't have been viewed this many times. Maybe. Who knows? So the hype is definitely real, um, nonetheless. Fulia, is this is this exciting to hear? Can you believe these numbers that are coming in? I contributed to that number. <laughs> yes, so did I, many times. <laughs> um, look, I'm not surprised that it got that many views. I, I mean, it's it's a it's a Marvel film that everybody has been hanging on for, and they've been wanting since the name was released for the the title of the actual movie um and yeah i'm just i'm glad that it's it's gotten the attention that it deserves um and of course because you know the the whole bomb dropping of peter parker being revealed at the end of um far from home <laughs> was was like something that we wanted to know what happens next. So um, I'm not surprised that it's gotten the numbers that it has. I I am a little surprised that it surpassed Endgame, but they're both in the same universe. They're both MCU-related films. So we're keeping it in the family. <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> very true. Um, yeah. I'm not surprised, but I am very happy for um, for Marvel and Sony. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nice, nice. Mike, does it does does this excite you? Does this shock you? Um, no. <laughs> <clears throat> considering the uh, ASMR there. <laughs> yeah, considering we, everyone's been waiting on this, including. <laughs> Uh, including some annoying fans that that uh, that I said like a couple of podcasts ago that uh, every time there's a trailer from Sony it's like where where where's where, where's Spider Man 
Where's Spider-Man? Where's Spider-Man? And they have to turn off all the comments on the on their YouTube <laughs> YouTube videos. Yeah. It's like it'll come out when it comes out. And not to get into Trailer Park at, at the moment, but this was a teaser. Hmm. Not the full trailer. Yeah, that's another thing too. What's going? What What is the trailer going to be? <laughs> My thoughts exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Crazy. It's, it's just crazy. It's very crazy. Did either of you, out of curiosity, watch the leaked trailer? No. I looked at the thumbnail. And I had to laugh because it was someone was filming it on a phone, and the phone was like, uh, like an like an Instagram story, and in the Instagram story was just the layout of the test footage, so it wasn't fully rendered. Yeah, and and, then, and I thought, nah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> and then, yeah, it it it, it did, it, and it came out, and uh, I'm more happy for it. So, and funny, the reason why I say that is because the director actually did a uh, tweet of how how the director, what is it? Uh, how the how the director intended you to watch the trailer, and it was him. Uh, a picture of him holding his phone, and it, and on the on the phone was was another person holding a phone, and in that picture another person was holding a phone. And, <laughs> oh, okay, so it's like an Inception type thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like you know, <laughs> fuck you guys, whoever did that. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, oh god, I had another thing I was going to mention, and I I've forgotten about it now, but that's okay. Maybe it'll come up. In Trailer Park. Um, oh, why? Oh, why? I wonder. I wonder why. I wonder why. Okay, moving out uh, of the Marvel world and crossing the pond to DC, we've got some TV news to discuss um, because this week we got the announcement of an upcoming um, Arrowverse crossover that is going to be taking place within the first five episodes of uh, The Flash Season 8. Uh, which is crazy, um, but this is this is very exciting stuff um, because yeah, I don't think they've had a big they really haven't had a big crossover event since uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. So uh, I think this is the the first really cool thing that they've been able to fully properly do, incorporating characters from other shows. Um, so this uh, five part series event is going to be called Armageddon. Uh, which is just ominous, completely ominous. But apparently the storyline goes, um, a powerful alien threat arrives on Earth under mysterious circumstances and Barry, Iris, and the rest of Team Flash are pushed to their limits in a desperate battle to save the world. But with time running out and the fate of humanity at stake, Flash and his companions will also need to enlist the help of some old friends if the forces of good are to prevail. Now, those old... Huh? Let me guess. Let me guess. The old friends, Bruce Willis, uh, the other guy, <laughs> Steve Buscemi, I think it was. Yeah. Um, 
Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. <laughs> yep. Uh, William Fickner. I haven't seen the movie. I'm just Michael going. Clark. Di- you haven't seen Armageddon? Of course I haven't. It looks like trash. Oh, that's like the only Michael Bay movie I can put up with is Armageddon. And that's because it's a disaster movie. I just don't like the premise. <laughs> well, why, I mean- why, why would you teach um, <laughs> people who drill for oil how to be an astronaut <laughs> when surely it would be easier to teach an astronaut how to drill for oil? Um- it, it, it actually is. I think people have actually looked into that and gone, it would have been way quicker to do it the other way around. Yeah. But and I haven't even seen the, seen the film. It's a good, it's an entertaining film. Mm. Plus Aerosmith for the win. Um, anywho. <laughs> so anyway, the, they're, they're old friends. The old friends. <laughs> Not Bruce Willis, sadly. Um, that are coming back uh, in this crossover. We are going to see uh, Batwoman. Uh, we will be getting the new Green Arrow, which is Mia Queen. Um, Brandon Routh is returning as the Adam for this. Uh, Black Lightning's going to be in it. Uh, Alex Danvers uh, will be in it, Supergirl sister. And Osric Chow's coming back as Ryan Choi, which is real cool. Um, and then uh, the part that excites me the most is the fact that uh, Neil McDonough is coming back as Damien Dark and Tom Kavanagh is going to be playing Reverse Flash, um, two of my favourite villains from the uh, the Arrowverse. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, that all being said, I haven't watched an episode of the Arrowverse in probably 18 months because I was very satisfied with the way... They did the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, very satisfied with how Arrow ended, and it just felt complete, and I didn't need to keep going. <laughs> um, so, whoops. Um, but but no, I mean, this is exciting. For people who are still invested and still into it, I think it's going to be epic and awesome. Um, so, yeah, Mike, do you do you still watch any of the Arrowverse stuff, or have you, have you left the train as well? I have fell off. Like- yeah. Even before that, I even even I haven't even seen Crisis on Infinite Earth, and I've been meaning to watch it. It's so good because so many people turn up, uh, and I, I I know I'm gonna put my cynical hat on here, but it sounds like it's just trying to like drum up some more attention, like. Trying to get so many people onto this, and it's like, see, we're still relevant. Okay, <laughs> but this has come from me as someone who hasn't watched it. I'm sure people would, people will really enjoy it, and I don't, yeah. I, I, I'm not here to yuck someone's yum. <laughs> oh, that's a nice way of putting it. Yes. So go all the way for it, and yeah, and Armageddon all the way. Yep. I can't even remember the Aerosmith song. <laughs> Don't want to close my eyes. Isn't that a cover? No. I don't think so. Wait, let me Google it. I, I could don't be think talking is shit. It is Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing a cover? I don't think so, no. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm probably thinking of something else. Um, 
Da, 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 da. No, it seems yeah, it seems like they did the original version. Yeah. So. I'm probably thinking of another Walk This Way. There we go. Yeah, well they yeah, they were part of that collab with Run DMC and um Rum D yeah, because Run Run D because that was originally a Aerosmith song first, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and they just yeah. came back for the For the remake. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't nice. that isn't that great being more interesting than the Flash universe? <laughs> it's not <laughs> It's not not great when we're like, you know, like, oh let's talk about Aerosmith. There's nothing to do. <laughs> what a tangent. Tangent city. Alright. That's what I'm here for. That's what you're here for. Uh alright. Moving on into other T V related news. This is very exciting because Cobra Kai is getting a season five Wait, on Netflix. What? Yes, it's official. <laughs> but it's four a- isn't even out yet. Uh, I know. They're very, very happy with it, clearly. And it's nice to see Netflix kind of break its rule of, ha- here's, here's four seasons. That's your, that's your max. Now you're off. Bye. Like, they're not doing that with Cobra Kai, uh, which is good. Well, technically, the, the first two weren't really theirs, so... Okay, so basically we're expecting a cancellation when it hits season six. All right, gotcha. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Good. All right, <laughs> set, set expectations low. Uh, of course, Cobra Kai season four <laughs> uh, has not, as we've just said, has not uh, premiered on Netflix yet. Coming out in December. Um, but yeah, they've, uh, they've jumped the gun. They've decided, yeah, let's just renew it for another season now, which is great. Makes me very happy. Um, I imagine it. Just all jokes aside, I imagine it probably won't go on too much past a season five. I feel like a six, six, five or six might be a good number to wrap it up. I think just because the you know the, the 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 teenage actors will start to get old. Yeah. But but yeah, we'll see what happens. Mike, what are your thoughts? Um, I think they'll go until. Um, Jaden Smith does a cameo. <laughs> yeah, they'll just cover every single, they'll reference every single Karate Kid thing ever. Yeah, and then Jaden, when Jaden Smith's in it, that's when they jump the shark, and it's like, well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, they should get Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Yeah, that would be good because yeah. he was the he was Miyagi in the in the reboot. Yeah, the re- well, the remake. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they they do they do a fucking Spider Verse thing, and, <laughs> and then Cobra Cry does cross interdimensional like fucking something. I don't know. They cross with uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they fall. No, they fall. Dan- Daniel falls through the the pool like the the little pool puddle in <laughs> in the uh, in at the Miyagi Do dojo and then comes out on the other side and it's Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith training <laughs> some weird fever dream situation or he just reads it in a never ending story yeah maybe yeah, get all the 80s shit in there get know. every reference <laughs> and, and I mean reference. 80s shit <laughs> you being offensive no I'm not okay I'm speaking my truth <laughs> I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking my truth. 
<laughs> He's speaking your truth. Yeah, I'm never really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it hasn't aged well. Oh, but... I probably didn't watch it at the opportune time. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't plan on rewatching it just because I get I get too upset about um, the horse. But it turns up at the end. Does it? I don't remember. It does. <laughs> okay. Still. It's a children's film. It got no stakes. <laughs> got no stakes. It's still very sad. Yeah. Was okay. it? Was it the de- uh, the depression bog or something? Yeah, I can't remember what yeah. it's called. Anyway, we're going on another tangent. Here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike, are you are you excited that the Cobra Kai has been renewed for a fifth season? Uh interested, not excited, but that's just yeah. me. Um, I didn't mind. I didn't mind the sort of when Netflix actually got it because we 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 watched this for for our little popcorn uh, culture thing when we we're talking about the new season that came out, and uh, I was I was doing the catch up, and. Yeah, I don't mind them. Uh, they know they know how to like tickle that sort of uh, nostalgia spot that people have. I didn't really have it. I, it was just around when I was I, I, I was a kid, so I didn't really have those rose tinted glasses. But if they've got more story, then go for it. I reckon. Um, so if there's going to be a fifth one, then no one dies. But it's not one of those shows anyway. So don't think so. Yeah. When will they jump the shark? <laughs> <laughs> when will they indeed? Okay. Last bit of news for this week. Um, we've been getting some casting finally for the upcoming um, series, like TV series version of Anne Rice's Vampire Chronicles, um, which has me quite excited. Um but the casting is, is interesting because they've gone with some... For our two leads, um, Louis and Lestat, they've gone for some really interesting kind of established actors, but, you know, they're not very... They're not name actors, if, if you will. So they'll be able to slip into these characters quite easily, I think. Um, this week it was announced that uh, Jacob Anderson from Game of Thrones will be playing Louis... Uh, for those who don't recognize his name, uh, he was Grey Worm uh, in Game of Thrones. Yes. So, and I really loved him in Game of Thrones. So I think uh, an interesting interesting choice for Louis, I think. Um, but I'm sure I'm sure he'll do a fine job. I do I do like him as an actor. So I'm I'm excited to see what he'll do <laughs> with the character. Um, and then the other uh, bit of casting that we got in the week previous um australian actor actually sam reed has been cast as lestat uh and he's gonna look the part he's got the chiseled jaw he's got the blonde hair down i am here for it i am very much here for it um i've never seen him in anything um so i'm also excited to be introduced to a new actor as well um with his his role in this so um yeah i'm i just can't wait to see this entire show take off to be honest it's been years in the making um and Anne rice is serving as a an executive producer on the show so she's going to have a clear creative input on 
the accuracy of its adaptation from book to small screen. And it's going to be on AMC as well, which is the same network that produces The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. So some quality stuff. I'm super excited. It's hitting screens next year. Mike, have you ever engaged with the Vampire Chronicles stories in, in any way? Like, did you did you watch Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise back in the day? Um... Interview with the vampire? No. Um, I've only seen a selective of um, uh, vampire stuff, and that that apparently wasn't one of them, unfortunately. I like Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula. Yeah, yeah. I like the bad. visual aspect of that. But we're, we're, we're not talking about that. Uh, but with Reed, uh, it's, a, it's either Home and Away or Neighbours. Oh, shall we check? Or have you checked? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm gonna check. Let's let's see. It's one. It's either one. It's one or the other. Sam Reed. Let's go. If he's got a chiseled jaw and blonde hair, probably Home and Away. I'm leaning towards Home and Away, but we'll see. If he's Sydney based, it's Home and Away. Melbourne um, based, some neighbours. Well, he's he's born in New South Wales, Ooh. so we're leaning towards Home and Away. Let's see. Filmography. Filmography. I'm scrolling down. I'm scrolling down. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Oh, neither. Neither. Oh, he sucks mm. then. He's going to ruin the show. <laughs> if he hasn't neither. cut his teeth on a soap opera in Australia, then I don't want anything about him. He was in one episode of All Saints back in the day. Oh, okay. I was expecting so, him to be uh, younger than that. No, he's 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 born in '87. Oh, okay. Yeah. He must have been um, a kid. Kid then. Mm, yeah. Well, he's most known for his roles, it seems, in Bell, uh, in the Astronaut Wives Club, which is another TV series. That sounds Prime stupid. S- the Prime Suspects sequel, Prime Suspects, nineteen seventy-three. Lambs of God and The Hunting. Oh. And he's currently in The Newsreader, um, which is on airing right now. So, yeah, so not a huge career going on. A nice mixture between Australian and British TV and film. So. Oh, there you go. There you go. Cool. I'm excited. I'm excited. Hopefully he's, hopefully he's good. Do you reckon you'll, you'll watch this, or is this more up Sammy's alley, you reckon? Well... Having no, I don't know much about the Vampire Diaries, but I think it's it'll probably be like Vampire Chronicles. That you know, you know what I mean. The Vampire, <laughs> whatevs. It's all the same. Teen drama with vampires. Ugh. No, no. The Vampire Chronicles is much different. Okay, fine. But you know, <laughs> I'm actually surprised that uh, what hasn't made the news is uh, a new season of What We Do in the Shadows. Ah, yeah, very good. Yeah. It got renewed, did it? Yeah, it's going to be a scene three. I think. Nice. I think there's a trailer out. So I need to watch that. I'll be watching that because I like them. I like them vampires. <laughs> if you're going to like vampires, those are some pretty good ones to enjoy. I like. I like to be scared by vampires. I like to make fun of vampires. I don't want to fuck a vampire, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and they don't sparkly in the sun. Uh-huh. 
Jesus Christ. Okay. He was that's a vampire. Enough of that. Yeah, what? What? What'd you say? I said Jesus was a vampire. Ah. He rose, take my blood. You know. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Either that or a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> or both. Or both. All right. That's, that'll zombie. do it. But they're both undead, so. Yeah. They're both undead. Jesus was just undead. There you go. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> what a scoop. Oh, what a scoop. <laughs> all right. That's the that's the nerdy news for this week. Um, all done. Wrapped up. Which means now it is time, very excitedly, to get into Trailer Park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. All right. It's trailer park time. It's trailer park time. We're here. We've rolled up. We've got our trailers. Let's let's crack them open um, because we got a big one to start this week. Of course, we talked about it briefly earlier, and now we're going to get fully into it. The first teaser trailer for Spider-Man: No Way Home. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Ah, oh, yes. Good shit. Good. Just great. Just I just love it. I love it. All so right. Much. So I will now talk about the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, you be Go you on. Be, Go on. You be have, you have your spotlight. You you be you be silent. Shh. Shh. Mum's the word. Mum's the word. <laughs> anyway, Spider-Man trailer looks awesome. Um, yeah, looks like we're going to be pretty much picking up where Far From Home ended, um, which is kind of no surprise, I suppose. Um, yeah, was the one thing we've been really looking forward to. Maybe not the most, since more details about this movie have come out as it's being made um, you know, now that we're dealing with the whole multiverse thing, but at first we were just like, oh, everyone knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man now. What the hell is that going to look like? Um, so yeah, <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. Uh, I was wondering how Doctor Strange was going to come into it. Um, so interesting that I feel I, it, it, it's, I know a lot of people have been speculating on the internet about how something's not right with him that something might be off. Is it really him? What's going on? Um, I, I don't, I, I think it is him, but part of me is also kind of like, has two minds about the fact that he's, he's willingly decided to help Peter and alter the state of reality, basically to, you know, put the, the kitten back in the box, basically. Um, Cause it just kind of seems just seems seems like a you know a personal gain sort of situation like you know in a way but then by the same token it also kind of makes sense that he would help peter because you know peter saves lives as spider-man he's an avenger you know if uh, and if his life is facing this much turmoil turmoil because of uh, everyone knowing that he's peter parker and everyone thinking that he killed mysterio then well you know it's probably a problem worth fixing. However, it is interesting that he's like, I'm just going to make it that no one knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man. He doesn't say, I'm going to make it that everyone realizes you didn't kill Mysterio. Um, 
So that's an interesting way to come at it, I think. But anyway, um, I really want to know why the Sanctum Sanctorum was covered in ice. And, and snow. snow. <laughs> I seem to be getting no answers for that. And um, I mean, that's fine. No, we will get context, I'm sure. Yeah. But I thought that was rather amusing. Um, yeah. I mean, it just looks visually stunning. And interesting, the fact, too, that it's like Peter's the one that's, you know, fucked shit up um, by, you know, speaking during the spell casting that somehow created or not created, but somehow opened a, a, a gateway, I think, or blended all the multiverse, like the different universes together, I'm guessing. Um, but, mm, yeah, I know, there's a lot, a lot of speculation and a lot of theories behind what's actually happened, I suppose. Um, especially because, you know, the two main... At least the t- two of the villains that we see in this trailer, or one in particular, I mean, Doc, Doc Ock, of course... Um, I mean, he died in the end of Spider-Man 2. So it's not the same... It can't be the same Doc Ock that we saw from Spider-Man 2 here because he's dead, right? But then... But then, like, is it it that same universe except he's been plucked out of there before he was killed? Maybe. I don't know. I did hear a theory that maybe part of the plot of this movie is going to be the villains come to Peter for help and Doctor Strange is more of the bad guy for some reason. Like, the villain's like, we need to put us back and Doctor Strange is like, no, like, no I'm not going to do that or, or whatever or, or something something along those lines. I don't know. I can't remember the exact theory. But yeah, interesting stuff. Um, I'm annoyed that I missed the... In my in my trailer reaction video, I fucking missed that laugh. You, hear, you fucking hear... Norman Osborn laughing in this thing when when that pumpkin bomb gets thrown and I didn't even fucking react. I'm watching my face just going and then losing it over Doc Ock and I'm like, Kendall, you fucking idiot. Um, no, you're not a fucking idiot. <laughs> I think it's I was, okay. You weren't the only one who missed it. Yeah, I think I was just so caught up in just everything that it was just a lot going on because like there's glimpses of of like Sandman maybe as well here. Um, Maybe Electro, because apparently Electro has also been yellow. Like, he's not been traditionally blue. Like, Jamie Foxx's Electro was blue, but apparently in the comics, Electro is yellow. So there's lots of yellow lightning going on as well. He's yellow and green. Yellow and green. He's got the Loki Um, colours. He's got the Loki colours. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I lost my shit when I saw Doc Ock. That was fantastic. Alfred Molina in character again as Otto Octavius was just spectacular to see. Just awesome. Um, yeah, this is a, it's such a good teaser trailer. And it's exactly what you said, Mike, at, earlier. Like, if this is the teaser, what the hell is going to be in the full trailer? Um, and because I was thinking, like, why, why show Doc Ock straight up? They probably don't need to do that. But then I'm like, well, wait, wait. If they don't show Doc Ock straight up, they, like, that must mean, if he's in there, that there's a hell of a lot of stuff that's happening in this movie mm. that they, they can't show us or they're saving for the next trailer. Um, so, yeah. Things are intense and exciting and I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, I'm dying to know what you guys think. Fulia, did you lose your shit as well? I kind of did. I <laughs> was very excited. I was like, holy crap, oh my goodness. 
Ah, uh, things happening. Stuff and things. And if this is just a teaser trailer, how, what else are we going to see in a full trailer? I mean, just by looking at the IMDb list, there's like so many characters that we haven't seen yet. And I'm just like, okay, there's going to be a lot. A lot is going to be revealed in the full trailer. Um, and I'm kind of worried that it's going to give away the whole story. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully not. Um, the, <laughs> the, the scene where we see the Sanctum Sanctorum in like snow and Doctor Strange is walking around in this big puffy jacket to keep him warm. <laughs> 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 um, it's like to them, it was like to him and Wong, it was like there was, there was nothing wrong with it. That is normal, normal thing in the Sanctum Sanctorum. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and Wong is like going off on a little vacation <laughs> by the look of it. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Like, yeah. Why is, why is he bailing? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, why, why, where are you going, Wong? What, what's going on? Isn't it obvious? Uh, he's going he's gonna to fight the abomination. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's in Shang-Chi. <laughs> you stay in... Uh, strange, you stay here in Sony land. I'm just going to go over here in, in, in real land. Marvel. In real Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, I... Yes, I was excited to see Doc Ock as well. Um, we're getting a lot of Tobey Maguire Spider-Man villains come back. <laughs> Which is really yep. interesting. Um, and also exciting at the same time, because that means we get to see the Green Goblin, which freaked me the hell out when I watched that film. <laughs> William Dafoe, my goodness. Um, and yeah, I'm just like, I'm I'm now curious to see how the multiverse changes for them, because Peter doesn't want. He doesn't want certain people to forget, but the thought process was, I don't, I want every, I want to be, you know, I want my secret to be, remain a secret, um, like the way it was before everybody Mm. found out. What happens Mm. if he, the Doctor Strange casts that spell and then all of a sudden, even the Avengers had no idea who the hell he was, you know? Because it's it's the monkey. Yeah, pole. it's the yeah. whole world that yeah. is that he wants to not um, to to hide his identity from. They essentially, say, yeah, they say it in the trailer. Be careful what you wish for, Peter. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's another thing that like I've been talking about one of, with one of my mates. Like he's pretty adamant that um, yeah, everyone's going to forget who that. Even the people that already know that Peter is Spider-Man, they're going to forget, um, and including Doctor Strange. So um, the idea is that, you know, immediately Doctor Strange starts, like, fighting against Peter as soon as the spell is cast because he doesn't know what the fuck's happened and who the fuck this person is. But shit's gone awry and he's like, well, you must be a part of it. And so he's like, yeah. So they throw down. <laughs> so that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, so that is a little worry of mine. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but overall, like, this trailer, like, holy crap. I can't wait. I really can't wait. 
Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be good, Michael. Yo. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's all right. Um, it's a, it's a trailer. I mean, I was all excited when when when, when I've been waiting for it, and now I've got it. It's yeah. yeah when's the next trailer? When's the next one? <laughs> Sick of it. I've already seen. I've already seen Alfred Molina, and he's already convinced. He's already blabbed that he's already in it. I want to see someone that we don't know who's in it. I want to see. I want to see any. I want to see Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> that or Japanese Spider Man. Give me some of that. Um, <laughs> what's really, uh, I, I really, I really enjoyed this tra- trailer, and it's got and it's got me thinking about you know theories and shit. Um, uh, it's got me thinking that uh, this is probably not going to be like the uh, the multiverse breaking sort sort of thing. I think it's, I think it's like uh, just a just a teardrop into the ocean, sort of what we're expecting it to be like in the uh, multiverse of madness, sort of thing. I I, I think this right. is something a little bit more, um, something more nuanced. It, if we're if speculations are correct that there's only like three three um variants of uh peter parker that's going to sort of collide with each other because because um when P- peter is sort of um stuffing up the sort of um spell that um strange is casting and you can actually see it it's like these three rings that are sort of like bouncing off each other and they just and basically um just blend into to each other. I think it's more of a blending than an actual crack in in into the actual world sort okay. of thing. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. I'm th- I'm thinking is that otherwise then they could have everything everything you just got to cram it all cram it all into one video one movie. That's why I'm thinking it's probably going to be uh just this little bit and not necessarily something that's too huge. I'm not thinking of something that's like huge. Okay. I'm thinking multiverse of madness is probably going to be a bit bit bigger yeah. because we're 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 going to get um we're going to get uh, Scarlet Witch and maybe Loki. It it's got the maybe Loki happening here. Yeah, fingers crossed. Whatever. Please. Um, <laughs> it's going it's going to be Mayor Loki and he'll be missing an arm. Um. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, and I don't, uh, with his involvement with Doctor Strange, um, I'm hoping he's just going to be like the mentor sort of aspect. I don't, I'm hoping it's not going to be like a, a full, full on, um, Doctor Strange story because it's essentially Peter Parker's like maybe end of this sort of Peter Parker and it's going to change into something else. So, uh, but we don't know, and there is a lot of talk on the internet that um, with the breakdowns, and I've seen like as many breakdowns as I as I can, so so I can so I can form sort some sort of opinion. Um, there is a lot of speculation that uh, maybe Mephisto's involved. <laughs> Mephisto. <laughs> Because in the comics, come with me, ladies. This is this is the comics comics here. Um, the reason why in the comics, at the end of well, 
in uh, Civil War, the comic uh, run, uh, Peter Parker was siding with Iron Man, and of course. He he had to divulge to the world as like I am Peter Parker and 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 I am Spider Man and that sort of thing, and he lived his life like that. But uh, in a run after that of comics, uh, he doesn't want to do that anymore because because uh, a lot of uh, villains are sort of attacking him and his private life. Like uh, Aunt May is in the hospital because she got shot because. Um, everyone knows who Peter Parker is, Spider-Man. And he went to um, Strange saying, hey, can you, can you like, um, change it so no one knows I'm, Sp- I'm Spider-Man? And Doctor Strange said, no. Sorry. Uh, I don't deal with that. And that's why people are going, wait, why, why, is, why is Strange so strange about this? Why is he, why is he um, so willing? And... Essentially, um, Peter went to uh, a person who was disguised as, as someone else, and it turned out to be Mephisto. Uh, to, yeah, so mm-hmm. wow. So there's there's Mephisto hanging around. So Mephisto confirmed. Let's go. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe, but I don't think it's for this movie. I think. It'll probably tie into more um, uh, multiverse of badness. Maybe that's the big bad uh, mm-hmm. of that, and and uh, Strange has to tackle like the big entity. So this is sort of like the starting point of what's yeah what what crazy is being happening, and and then Strange just works out. It's like wait, there's a, a lot more happening. Like oh my god, what? And he was so busy with Peter's shit that he couldn't go over to uh, Wanda's shit and <laughs> it's like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Oh my god, oh my god, the basic reality is crashing and shit. Oh my god, I'm gonna oh have to I'm gonna have to do my own movie to reconcile this. Um, <laughs> and that that thing. So Mephisto is hanging around and you know there and people are saying, well when um, Peter is walking into the um, courthouse thing and people's got signs and Pe- Peter's, Peter's face has got devil horns. And, yeah. And that, <laughs> and that shit. I saw some memes about Mephisto with that. Mm, mm. Fisto confirmed. Uh, and um, we haven't seen a polygon yet. Polygon? Hex- hexagon. Um, we haven't seen one of them yet. No. And a lot of people are saying Matt Burdock, maybe. Yeah, if if he rocks up, that's going to be pretty cool. Mm. Like, what if... Because there's that scene in the trailer early on where um, Peter looks like he's being interrogated. Mm. Um, apparently, th- that's damage control um, interrogating him, which is really cool because we haven't seen them since Homecoming. And, um, and, yeah, so my thought was like, you know, that would be a cool place for Matt Murdock to just randomly walk in and just... Start defending Peter, and you know, in this like really hilarious and awesome Matt Murdock kind of way. This is my client. Where is he? He's over there because he's blind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and he's a devil too. So you know, devils in the detail. Bad. (laughs) Yeah, very true. Yeah, so everything points to Mephisto. 
Everything always comes back to Mephisto. <laughs> you cannot escape Mephisto. And yeah, see, seeing Alfred Medellina as Doc Ock is like, oh my god, yay. Everything is connected. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a suspect. Yeah. I love that. And with the scene with uh, Strange and Peter on the on the train... Yeah, that's interesting, hey? I think maybe that's a fight, but it's also an allegory as well of what the timeline is because we'll probably need to explain like the timeline in this as well of the reason why there's different variations uh, blending into this reality. So, And I think the showing of a train going along, but there's other trains in the same thing doing the same thing and they're like you know it's a yeah. metaphor thing it's yeah you know doc brown has got a blackboard but doctor strange has got trains <laughs> he's got planes <laughs> trains and automobiles yeah to prove a point okay so you so you think this could be the scene the kind of scene where where doctor strange is doing exposition for peter and the audience by saying this is what's being created now. I think so, because he would have a first-hand experience on what what's going to happen or what is happening. And yeah. try, trying yeah. to re-account of the, the bad spell. Um, mm, mm-hmm. So okay. And we get to see the Mirror Universe as well, that we haven't seen yeah. since Doctor Strange Part 1. Yeah, I want to know why he's sending Peter there. That's interesting. Thoughts, feelings. So anyway, Kendall, when are when are we hopefully going to be watching this? Well, um, in the release date for the US um, for Spider Man No Way Home is actually the seventeenth of December. So I'm really hoping we're getting it closer to that date uh-uh. uh, because because as it stands, Spider-Man No Way Home will be in theatres in Australia on Boxing Fucking Day. Fucking Boxing Day. <laughs> Which is like nine days later. And we when gotta... most of us go to work. Mm-hmm. Stay off the internet for a week. How will we cope? Yeah. Literally, we'll not be able to go on the internet for a whole week. <laughs> why? Which is why I'm like, no, surely not. They're not going to do that. Come on. Well, you know, we have to wait this long to watch the uh, shit. The trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Strike that. Reverse it. <laughs> I've forgotten what I was going to yes. say. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Um, I guess we'll find out, won't we? When, when Spider Man. Comes out. We'll see what happens. But um, very, very, very excited, to say the least. Okay. Moving on into the rest of Trailer Park now. Oh, do we have uh, to? <laughs> Let's just talk about Spider-Man. Oh, the Spider-Man. This is Spider-Man trailer. This is Spider-Man podcast, where everything's Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> and Mephisto. And Mephisto. And we get fistoed. <laughs> Our second trailer for this week is uh, also a teaser trailer for an upcoming anticipated movie. And this one is uh, based a lot more in fact than fiction. Uh, this is uh, 
the first teaser for Spencer, which is a... I wouldn't say it's not, it's not a biopic, really. It's more of a snapshot in the life of one Lady Diana Spencer. Um, the movie takes place um, during uh, a cr- the Christmas period where she decides to divorce Charles. Um, so basically where The Crown season four just ended, <laughs> <laughs> almost, is where this movie is happening. Um which is very interesting. And then, yeah, I I was really, really pleased and kind of relieved that um, so far Kristen Stewart is actually looking all right as Princess Diana. Uh, she would not have been my first choice to play her. And that's not to speak against or, or ill of her, her talent because I think she's a very underrated actress who's actually quite good. Um, and just gets better with every performance she gives. But um, but I wouldn't personally cast her to play Princess Diana, but she's looking the part quite well in this trailer to me. Like, we don't really get too much, um, like, long glimpses of her, just, like, lots of quick cuts of different outfits and different, you know, different scenes of her reacting and, and being upset and running around and all this stuff. So it looks... The, the, the emotions are going to be very high in this one, understandably. Um, but then the part that sold me at the end was like, okay, we got to hear how she sounds as Diana because Diana has a very specific kind of accent and way of speaking that's so quintessentially her. So just to hear that brief bit of dialogue um, right at the end kind of helped kind of seal the deal for me. I'm like, okay, no, I'm in. I want more of this. Um, I'm so curious to see what kind of movie this is going to be. I was a big fan of, um, so the director, Pablo Lorraine, he did, um, Jackie with, uh, Natalie Portman, um, a few years ago now, which, uh, basically focused on Jackie Kennedy, uh, following the assassination of her husband, John F. Kennedy. Spoilers. Um, spoilers. (laughs) Something happened nearly 60 years ago. Can you believe? Um, Yes, and I really, really liked that movie. It's it was a very intimate kind of portrait of 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 who Jackie O was, um, especially during that time in her life that just was so surreal uh, and tragic. Um, and Natalie Portman got nominated for an Oscar for her efforts as well. So, um, but um, but here, yeah, it kind of looks like we're going to be taking that same kind of intimate approach. Um, to this just kind of small period, small time frame in Diana's life. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be very good and I hope it's received well. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, Fulia, I know, I know you're a big fan of, of the crayon. Um, does this tickle, tickle that for you as well? What do you think? Uh, yeah, no, it, it kind of does actually. I, I am um, interested to to see this film myself. Um, like you, I didn't think uh, Christian Stewart was the type of um, actress to to take on this role. However, now that I've seen this teaser trailer, I feel like maybe she would she was probably a good choice. Um, she she really does kind of look the part. She really like yeah. the hair and the makeup and all that. It actually works. Um, 
I'm still not sure about the the voice because I didn't get we didn't Fair. get too much. No. Um, we only got like a, a few words. Um, I need to hear more. And okay. yeah, I, I'm going probably going to need a full trailer to be 100% convinced. I mean, I'm probably going to end up watching it anyway because, you know, watching The Crown and currently in the where it's at at the moment in terms of its season, uh, in its season run, um, I am still a bit more curious about um, Diana's life. So I probably still end up watching it. I'm just hoping that the voice convinces me as well. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Cool. All right. My- Michael, what are, you- what are your thoughts? I know you're a f- fan of The Crown too, so what do, you- what do you think about this? I wouldn't say I'm a fan of The Crown. I've seen it. You in- you in- you- you've watched it. I- I've watched it. <laughs> I-, I watch it sparingly <laughs> um, because I-, I do like my history in that. And funny enough, um, my wife is actually getting into it as well. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, she she wanted something else to watch because uh, she watched the um, the Paris Hilton cooking show on Netflix. Oh yeah. She finished that up. Uh, she's also watched um, that new Sex Life, whatever that is. Uh, base basically softcore porn on Netflix. So that one. Um, so she was looking for another thing to watch and she's, she, her mum's into the crown, of course. And, and I make jokes about it all the time. It's like, uh, I'm, uh, I want to watch it. And uh, do I, uh, she was thinking of actually skipping like the first three and just going into the fourth one. It's like, cause she knows Diana and all that. I was like, no, I think you should start from the start, you know. Uh, what the way the way God intended yeah. started from start and go all the way to the end. Um, yeah. So what was I talking about? Oh yeah, this. Um, Spencer. Yeah, I'm sort of in the same boat as you, Fulia. Um, only seeing glimpses of it. It's like, yeah, she she's she she has the look of um, Diana, uh, uh, Miss Spencer. Uh, or Mrs. Spencer, I should say. She's not Miss until the end. Uh, spoilers. Um, because she does get divorced. She does, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they got divorced. Yeah. yeah. So, kind of good that they're not going to go down to the same route as, you know, as you usually would go. Like, we don't we don't need to see Princess Diana die again and again. Um, but... It'll be interesting. I just, yeah, I'm just waiting for another trailer so I can sort of get, sort of get that ear for um, Christian Stewart doing a British accent, uh, and um, she has to choose between Charles and a werewolf. So that's cool. <laughs> uh, yep. Low hanging fruit. I know. Low-hanging fruit. Fish in a barrel. Fish in a barrel. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, this is the um, visual gag. Thank you. I'm not going to explain it to the to the audience. They can just sit and wonder. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Vampires. There you go. <laughs> this will be cool with vampires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. The royal family of vampires and, and she's trying to get away from them. Yeah. Well, according to Doctor Who, they're all um, werewolves. Yeah, right. Mm. Really? Isn't that right, Fulia? Sure. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, it's the 10th Doctor episode where, where he meets up with um, uh, uh, Queen Victoria. With the werewolf. Billy Piper. Nah. Nah, nah, memories. <laughs> not a real Whovian. Blank. Not a, not a real Whovian. <laughs> this is a bad uh, memory. That's all right. Well, it's the first, we- it's okay. the first werewolf in Doctor Who. I th- it was a long time ago, it seems. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was the se- second season of the of new Doctor Who, so we're talking yeah. 2006. Yeah, long time yeah, ago. Yeah, that's a, that's a ways ago. Yeah. So, Kendall, when will we be watching this? Maybe question mark. Yes. Well, we pending. don't have an Australian. Yes, patent pending indeed. We don't have an Australian release date yet for Spencer, um, but for our friends in the US and the UK, it will be released on the fifth of November. Uh, are you okay? UK. <laughs> Hopefully, they are. <laughs> I hope so. Mm. I hope so. This is very emotional for them. Okay. All right. Last trailer. Speaking of things that are British, um, we have the umpteenth trailer for another, uh, well, not another. We haven't talked about any others related in this podcast, but there's been many COVID delayed films that have happened. And this is one of the big ones. The King's Man uh, we got a, another another trailer this week uh, for that. Another another cool look, and I, I kind of enjoyed this trailer because it showed a lot of um, little action set pieces. Like I'm hoping it's not showing all of them, just to be like, "Here, guys, eventually we're going to release enough trailers that you'll be able to edit the film together yourselves <laughs> and watch it at home." Yeah. Um, because this movie will never come out, <laughs> except in trailer form. So yeah, I know, but it looks it looks really great. I'm 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 still I'm still on board. Like I, I'm a fan of this franchise. I think it's really clever. It's a really cool take on British spies, um, and sort of the James Bond of it all. Um, is quite nice. And a prequel is always interesting. I mean, they can be good, they can be bad, they can be both. If you're a Star Wars fan, um, and yeah, I don't know. I just I really like Ray Fiennes. So it'll be good to see him kind of be the hero in this one because, you know, he's definitely most known for playing villains. Um, and I, I enjoy watching him be a good guy every now and then, even though he's a great a great antagonist wherever he shows up. Uh, so that that's going to be a lot of fun. And just, yeah, I liked, I don't know, I just, I love Matthew Vaughn as a director. He's got such a visual eye for capturing stunts and capturing visual spectacle. Um, on the screen, whether through practical or or uh, computer generated effects, um, just yeah, always looks really awesome. And this just looks like a lot of fun. So I'm I'm here for it. I really am here for this one. Fulia, 
Are you excited to finally see the King's Man? It's almost time. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I think this one was my favourite trailer because Oh my I've, god, blasphemy. Uh, <laughs> I got a little more excited over this one, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is it because okay. you can't remember the others? The the trailers that we talked about or no, she means she means she's more excited about this than she's about Spider Man. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? That's why I, that's why I said blasphemy. <laughs> I, I thought you meant you, yeah. I was I, I meant you couldn't remember the other ones that came out like I don't know six months ago. Well, I I completely forgot the what the previous trailer for this movie was when I watched this trailer. So for me, it was like watching it for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> That would explain it. I was sort of in the same boat. Yeah. Um, I am so excited. It the trailer looked like so much fun. We we see we get to see Rasputin do a little dance. Ra ra Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing while he's doing the action. Um, we get to see all these awesome, you know, stunts. That are coming through from from that movie and from previous movies that we have seen. Um, I am all in. I am so excited for the King's Man. <laughs> ah, I just need to watch it now. <laughs> Send yes. the movies already, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what else to really to really say about it. I just. I just want to watch it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to us now. Now. <laughs> I'm just really excited about You're right, Kendall. The the cinematography of the of this of these films, the the Kingsman films are awesome. And just the way that they frame all of these action scenes, um especially all of the, you know, the hand-to-hand combat stuff that is like for me it's always so intriguing to watch um i need to find i need to find the behind the scenes to these movies cuz they're freaking awesome um i want to know how they do all this stuff and it just blows my mind so i like i am there give me the first ticket to the first session i want to go <laughs> <laughs> nice Yes. <laughs> Great. Michael, Hello. what are your thought, thoughts on this this trailer for The Kingsman? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I couldn't remember the other trailer, so it's kind of good. <laughs> Having fresh minds yeah. into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a prequel to uh, a, a film series that I've only seen the first ep- uh, episode of. I've still been meaning to watch the other one. Golden Circle, the is that what second one? Yeah. yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think Queensland, Golden Circle, pineapples, <laughs> some. <laughs> um, yeah, I might convince my wife to actually watch these uh, movies as well because she's she's she, she's got she 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 does enjoy um, what's his name uh, Edgerton. Uh, Egerton. 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 Yeah, Taron Egerton. Carl Egerton. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, excuse me. Uh, yeah, she she's been a big fan ever since uh, Rocket Man, and she really has enjoyed Rocket Man and, and that. I said, well, if you, if you like that, then you might like The Kingsman, because it's plenty. She's not a big fan of like the action shows, so so I don't know. If she liked Mortal Kombat, she'll like this. Uh it's more blood and gore. She likes in a weird way. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this. Ah, well, it's stylized maybe, maybe, maybe violence. Not, maybe, maybe not as much as Mortal Kombat, but still. Yeah. I can't even get it. What Star Wars, let alone... <laughs> and they got laser swords. Look, a head gets chopped off, okay? <laughs> yeah, Count Dooku gets his head cut off. <laughs> I was like, see, see? You see, Hayden Christensen is cutting the head off Count Dracula. Um, contextually, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I just looked up, um, Rasputin because I was trying to work out what, when this is, um, set because, uh, I'm, I'm glad that they're not doing like, uh, the Kingsman was, uh, brought up, uh, in World War Two. It's actually, it looks like at the start of World War One, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm just, I'm just sick to death of Nazis, you know? Nazis is <laughs> overused, and there's too many of them running around today. So, time for the Russians. Time for the Russians. Well, funny enough, I was actually having a look. It's like, oh, okay, he he died in in nineteen eight nineteen eighty nine, nineteen sixteen. So it, it's roughly the the turn of the century, which is which is a cool era if you're dealing with something that's a little bit more heightened, you know. Not necessarily very steampunky, but it, it looks pretty cool. And yeah, and I was scrolling down. And it's like, oh yeah, I was. I'm trying to remember his his like um, his death and all that. And then, <laughs> and then it says um, speculation. Uh, writers have sa- said that the British British were involved with his assassination uh, with this with the new form of a secret service. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> it's probably going to spoil the rest of the movie. Um, oh yeah, so I'm. Wow. I'm thinking they're probably. Gonna, I think. I think they're probably putting a story to a theory of how Respusion dies. So that's interesting. Yeah, it's got me mm. more intrigued than than more. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Yeah, and also you know, Ralph Fines, Ralph Ralph Fines. Uh. <laughs> him in a suit and a and a and a cane. It's got me thinking of Avengers again. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow. Is this the prequel of the Avengers? Yeah, maybe. Is Uma Thurman in a in a cat suit gonna gonna pop pop by <laughs> in an awkward British accent? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah. So when are we be hopefully watching this if it's not going to be delayed? Yes, well, The King's Man, uh, I believe it does have an international release date of the 22nd of December, um, hence was the number dropped in the trailer. Um, However, officially, uh, there is no no date locked in for Australia yet, uh, but it will be out before Christmas. Yeah. So, very exciting. So, family movie. (laughs) Family movie. Yeah. Start them young. Ra ra Rasputin. 
What a bop. If they don't have, like, not necessarily, like, the lyrics, but if they do, you know, a little, a little sting to that, that would be cool. <laughs> if they do if they do a fight scene and that's the backing music, like that's dun, all dun, I want. Bony M, yes. <laughs> yes. Well you got heads exploding to classical music. What more do you want? Exactly. <laughs> we can we can have heads exploding hey, to Speaking M. of music, the music in the trailer was epic. It was nice. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Nice. And I wanna know who Very that Scotsman nice. is. <laughs> He sounded like fun. <laughs> yes. I love an angry Scotsman. <laughs> yes, you do. What was that supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you said it, I was agreeing with you. <laughs> no, you added on to his, you, you got a thing for angry Scotsman. No. I like him hairy. <laughs> anyway, Kendall. I'm sorry. Okay. That's trailer fuck done. 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 Rolling on out. Done at Done. Done as a fish supper. <laughs> done and dusted. Aye. Yes. Aye. We. Yes. Alright. Cool. Which means, of course, mm? naturally what? it is now time okay. for, for the, the part. The? the segment. Yeah. The section. Okay. The place in the show. Mm. We like to go. What are you getting to? Popcorn culture. Ah! <laughs> My earphones just exploded. <laughs> Peeking the moiks. Peeking the moik. Pikachu. Peeking the mic. Yeah, full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu. Cat. Cat. Uh. All right, let's get into it, guys. We have uh, arrived at Popcorn Culture, which means it is now time for us to get into our weekly discussion about the latest episode of What If. Yes. Which this week was, of course, uh, What If Earth Lost Its Mightiest Heroes. Where'd they go? Oh, no. Oh, no. I lost them. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? Where is my mightiest heroes? This is indeed the darkest timeline. Ah, yes. So, basically, the episode goes that we've, you know, all the Avengers, before they can even assemble, are being taken out one by one. Um, So we've got a bit of a a murder mystery, whodunit almost, sort of thing, which is kind of cool. Uh, so yeah, so that's fun. Um, yeah, I really, I really liked this episode. I think I liked last week's more cause I think last week was a lot more fun. Um, but I kind of liked this one just for the, um, I don't know, like the, 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 not to say the darkness of it, but just like the, the heaviness to it of, of, of the idea of, um, the Avengers not actually being the Avengers we know because they're all dead. Like, <laughs> what if, what if, like, Tony Stark was killed during Iron Man 2, you know? What if Thor was killed during his own movie? Like, all this <laughs> kind of ca- connecty stuff is interesting. And I like the way that they recreated all these little scenes from 
the movies that we've seen before um, in animated form. That was a lot of fun. Um, and the fact that most of the actors from the films were in this as well. There's only a handful of actors that were different. Um, so that was cool. But yeah, um, no, I had a, I had a lot of fun. And of course, of course, uh, my man's was in this episode. <laughs> and that's the only time we're going to mention him. No. Because I've watched your, your, your video on it. <laughs> I know, and I talked about him for like 15 minutes. <laughs> he was only in it for a little bit. He was in it, he's in it for like probably less, less than, than 10 minutes. minutes. Way less than 15 minutes. And of course, in typical Kendall fashion, I went on a fucking tangent and a half, just really getting into the Loki storyline of it all. I think I'm, I'm still coming down from the Loki series, to be honest. And I was like, ooh, a fix, give it to me. Um... <laughs> But I look, I made a good point. He held the casket of ancient winters and did not turn blue. So that's... Maybe he learnt from it. You think... Oh, yeah, you like your you like your Loki character not to have growth. He needs to stay in his box. <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> what I mean. I just, I, I, I just want continuity to be a thing. Yeah, he touched it for the first time and he turned blue. It's like, oh, not good. I need to learn how to depress that. I guess. I guess. I mean, look, he's, he's, you know, he's a master illusionist, so he could just be projecting a form, like an appearance to the outside world that would, that his true form would not break when he touches that, I guess. I don't know. It's like contact. I'm only in this form to please you. Yeah, <laughs> we thought it would be easy on you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, I, yeah, anyway, I won't. so I won't ramble about Loki. If you want to hear me ramble about Loki, please go check out my non-scripted plug, ramblings. Plug, plug, plug. Um, plug, 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 shameless plug. Um, but I, I did really enjoy, of course, um, seeing Loki in this. Um, and I loved the fact that he was teaming up with Nick Fury and all that. Was That was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, and just to hear Tom Hiddleston as, as Loki in animated form was, was cool, especially because he had a lot of cool dialogue and, you know, um, just reusing his lines from Avengers but in a different context was, was quite interesting. I thought it was cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. So, Fulia, what did you think of – what did you think of this episode? Did you, did you enjoy it? Um. I I enjoyed it, but I also was very sad. <laughs> Fair enough. There's um, a lot of death here. Yeah, I was just like, no, not not the Avengers. And I thought to myself, well, this is a different timeline, different version of. So I guess it could have been a possibility. Um, I just... I'm I'm kind of a little bit disappointed in the way it ended, but yeah, <laughs> I I I did enjoy I did enjoy the, the the episode overall. Okay, when you say I'm glad you enjoyed it overall, when you say disappointed with how it ended, do you mean disappointed because like Lo- it, it ended with Loki taking over the the world and then no, that, not that, no. and then that? Do you mean so? Do you mean the ending with like Steve Rogers and 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 Carol? No, 
Okay, I'm, what ending I'm, are you talking I mean, about? I mean in the fact of, of the whodunit ending. Oh. Yeah. You didn't like the twist? No. Interesting. <laughs> Should we get into that twist now? Then? Not a fan. Um, if you want. I mean, there are a lot of other things happened previously before we get to that. Okay. Well, so. you can keep you can keep talking about uh, about other things then, and we'll 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 get to that. Um, it was interesting to see uh, the the characters, like the main heroes, actually get killed off in the moments where they were going to be the pinnacle characters to be part of the Avenger scheme. Um, and it was, <laughs> I like, I think for me, it was more about listening out for the voices, <laughs> <laughs> most of which were by their actual char- by their actual actors, which was pretty awesome. Um, I mean, unfortunately Thor didn't have a voice, so <laughs> there was no Chris Hemsworth. No. <laughs> which is a little sad, but it's okay. Um, but it was nice to hear... Um, you know, Jeremy Renner is Clint Barton, uh, you know, um, Samuel L. Jackson is Fury. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. I've forgotten his name. He played Coulson. Of uh, Clark Gregg. Yes. <laughs> it was just nice to hear familiar voices again. Yeah, I agree. Um, Tommy Hiddleston just took the cake and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's good at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall the episode was pretty cool. I just was a little disappointed on the who done it aspect of how mm. it all came together. <laughs> how it was all done, I suppose. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Mike, what were your general thoughts on on this episode? Uh my general thoughts, uh overall I did enjoy it. Um but my criticism is it, it wasn't as strong as the other ones. So this is probably, out of all the three, this is probably my least liked one. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Uh, but overall, I actually quite like... Um, uh, essentially, this is uh, uh, Nick Fury's um, story. Uh, he's weak. Uh, of, yeah, Fury's big weak. Fury's big weak. And... And... I do like the I do like the concept of uh, like from previous episodes where we we get to know uh, what it what was the what if like the first one was Peggy yeah Peggy being upstairs or downstairs uh, the second one was um, who got picked up by the Ravengers uh, and this one um, I actually quite like that we didn't get to know what the what if was until the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like probably the overall was what if uh, um, the Avengers didn't form, but the what if of, well, the Nexus point. The Nexus event. Yeah. yeah. Well, was a who's, who's done it. And I think, well, that was a, that's a good story of what to do. Like uh, we don't know what's, what's happening and what, what happened and, and all that. I actually quite like that. Uh, and, and yeah, Kendall. Uh, no, sorry, uh, Folia. I sort of had like um, I had to rethink. It was like, did that work or not? Well, you got to be like paying attention. It's like, okay, it's yeah, that sort of worked, but yeah, 
bit weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but by the end of it, um, Loki's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he's he's grieving his brother. Okay, it was yeah a bit quick, wasn't it? <laughs> Got I mean, over it pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. I mean, his brother died. Whatevs. He's his dad's in a coma. Big deal. I'm big cheese now. Well, it's like you, you see that scene in in Loki when you know you know uh, he's him and Mobius are t- sitting at the table and he's talking about like you know he was going over the descri- the destruction of Asgard and then like uh, you know Mobius was like yeah yeah that was very very upsetting I'm sorry and and then and then Loki's like yes very sad anyway so blah 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 like and he's like just he doesn't dwell on it at all but I I said it in my theory in my theory in my videos because you know. He's just grandstanding. He's like, he's not, he's not going to show everyone how weak he is because of how emotional he is. That's not who he is. So, yeah, that's that on that. Mm. But, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Loki's a dick in this. Yes, he's ta- <laughs> he's worked his way t- to somehow take over the world uh, um, yeah. by the end. Yeah. So yeah, Woo. he got what he wanted. Yay! But is he happy? Yep. Probably not. Mm, probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> probably not. Um, apart from Loki, I got to say my favorite thing in this episode was uh, was Phil Coulson. Um, just every opportunity <laughs> Clark Gregg gets to portray this character is just awesome. Let's keep bringing him back again and again, please. Yep. Um, that would be wonderful, uh, especially because they got to lean into a bit extra. How much of a fanboy he is of of superheroes, <laughs> really? I, t- I um, take your fanboy and I raise you a simp. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Well, he's we've learnt that he's definitely a Thor simp now, which I thought was interesting, considering he didn't really react to Thor like that in the uh, in the Thor movie. But that's okay. <laughs> sniff, sniff. <laughs> You smell nice when you're that, rotting on a <laughs> on a plug. I had such a problem with that line. Like I know, I know it's like it, he's kind of borderline creepy, and it's kind of established anyway. But the fact that he's like even rotting, he smells like lavender. I'm like, no, that's gross, man. Don't. <laughs> I'm kind of don't say rotting. I would have said dead. Don't say rotting. Say dead. Like say even rotting, he smells like lavender. I don't know. The word rotting just rubbed me the wrong way. I'm kind of glad you're dead in the real timeline. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Harsh. But yeah, of course, the the pinnacle of the reaction to, to, well, to just Coulson's reaction in general was um, (laughs) the the revelation of what his password is. Mm. (laughs) What was his password? Which was just so excessive. Okay, here is here is Phil Coulson's shield password. It is hashtag Steve 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 I heart Steve 0704. <laughs> and of course, the 0704 is July the fourth. Yes, uh, which is which is, is uh, Cap- Captain America's birthday. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, or just Fantastic. America's birthday in general. America's birthday. So naturally, it's Steve Rogers as well, <laughs> and it's backwards as well. And that's the American way of doing yep. it. Yeah. yeah, the American Must way day. of doing it. 
Good luck doing it. Back. I dra- yeah. We we drive on the left side of the road, and we don't use the metric system. <laughs> What's a and centimeter? We say, and we say oregano instead of oregano. <laughs> and, and, and we say vitamins instead of vitamins. Actually, that doesn't really work. We sort of <laughs> say both. Anyway. anyway. Anyway, there goes our American audience. Thank you for we stopping love you. by. We love you. Within reason. Within reason. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I yeah, I'm here for Coulson. Did you guys enjoy enjoy that kind of aspect to it? It was really fun to see him behave that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. It of was really it. comical. <laughs> it's not something you would usually get from him when you watch the movies, and I'm not sure what he was like in Agents of Shield, but um, oh, he's great in Agents of Shield. <laughs> yeah. Um, he kind of reminded. He kind of reminds me of um, Mark Evan Jackson in The Good Place. <laughs> <laughs> they could be brothers. They could be. <laughs> um, or you know, Captain Raymond Holt. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of they kind of have that similarity in their behaviors, in their personalities, kind of. Yeah, that's kind of fair. Like this restrained. Excitement. Yes. But you don't want to see him huffy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> see, I remember something from from Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> even though it was the last yep. episode that I watched. <laughs> well done, my Yes. And the last scene. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um Yeah, no, Col- Colson Colson's awesome. I think I think I need to start watching Agents of Shield now. Yes. <laughs> Do it! <laughs> it's such a good show. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Mike, did you have any thoughts on Phil Coulson? Mm. So Tony dies. Yes. Yeah. That's not anything to do <laughs> with. <laughs> this I think this is his way of saying that he doesn't have any thoughts. Oh, move on. Talk, and wants to talk about Tony Stark. Let's talk about Tony Stark. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it, watching that, it definitely was a shock Shit. to me. And I thought, oh, okay, where are we where are we going with this? And then and then Thor gets a, an arrow in the chest, and I thought, right, what's go- what's happening? Because I actually don't um, read the the titles of him. I just go into him blind. And, uh, and another thing, uh, I'm trying not to read the um, the title cards at the start. And Oh, yeah, because you can see the actor's name. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and I need to expect it. But apparently there's a character in it who's voiced by the character in the movies is the whodunit, but... The, but they don't credit him in the at the start, which is which I think is good. Oh, that is clever. Mm. I didn't realize that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So that was good. So Tony dies. Um, they all die, and they all die. <laughs> yeah, I suppose Steve is the only one. <laughs> well, Steve's in ice, so because he's on ice, yeah. and Carol's get <laughs> running late. Yeah, you know what's interesting—the fact that this time in this particular timeline, 
that Carol Danvers is called a lot earlier than expected. Yeah. Ages earlier. Mm. Like nearly 10 years earlier. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, because there was pretty much no one left. And the only one that knows about Carol Danvers is is Nick Fury. Yep. And and uh, and Steve's still a, uh, a meat popsicle, so... Mm-hmm. It'll t- take a long time for to get him out. So that's going to be the Avengers against Loki, I reckon. Yep. Hmm. Mm. I suppose if we're going to be talking about the deaths, I think we should talk about the the most brutal and the most awesome, in all sense of the word, death, Hulk. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. He blew up like, like a balloon. He's going to explode, really? That's going to be gruesome as hell. But then it was just a cloud of green smoke. And I'm like, oh, okay. Remember, it's a, I'm like, it's a kid, it's a kid show. show. <laughs> and that's why Carlson Sorry. is what he is. I, I could sort I'm, of yeah. forgive him for that. It's like, you get it, kids? <laughs> True. He's weird and sexually aggressive. Um. <laughs> um, Christ. <laughs> I Well, yeah, I think I'm just used to watching the boys' style of like... <laughs> yeah. Violence, like so, I just expected blood or invincible, or like, invincible, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that was intense. That scene, yeah, <laughs> cool. No, no comment. Um, <laughs> it was that good. No words. What, what, you, what do you reckon, Fulia? I know you're a bit squeamish. Oh, I didn't. I like. I was expecting like blood and gore as well. But then when I all I because I saw him blow up like a balloon and then all of a sudden he, he just exploded and I'm like oh it's green um okay <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting Mr. Clear so but uh, <laughs> it turned out to be puff of smoke <laughs> a puff of smoke and, yes. and dare I say sort of interesting that <laughs> they put um, uh, Mark Ruffalo in in the Incredible yeah. Hulk scene. Love it, love it. Here for it. Yes. I, I yeah. It sort of got me wondering. It sort of got me thinking. Is like I haven't seen Incredible Hulk. What at all? I don't think I have. I've only ever seen it once. Wow. I think I've seen it like three or four times, maybe. Yeah. I know it's on Disney Plus. No, I don't think it's on Disney Plus. It's probably on Netflix no. or something. Let me let me investigate this for it you. It must be on Netflix, because I remember it just like hanging around. And say, yeah, I gotta I gotta watch that one of these days. I'm surprised you haven't watched it. Oh, do I need to? It's on stand. It's on stand. There we go. Yeah, I mean, look. You don't need to. I suppose. But it's part of the canon. It's part of the world. I know. And Tony Stark shows up at the end. Yeah, the post credit scene. It's not yes. the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. I suppose I need to save for uh, Shang-Chi anyway, because Abomination turns up. Yeah. So. That's very true. That's going to make sense then. That's what, that's what Marvel movies do these days, is make older Marvel movies relevant. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Like, like Endgame with fucking Dark World. 
Yeah, that's what I was referring to. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, at least it's Deadpool's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, uh, I suppose... Yeah. I suppose that's it. Um, I suppose we can talk about uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and how she did all the work and didn't get anything for it. You mean, you mean fucking Black Widow? What did I say, Scarlet Witch? Yeah. Yes. You said Scarlet Witch. <laughs> and while while you bring her up, I, I have a question to ask you guys because I, when I was talking to a couple other friends about um, this particular th- fact, they, I was like, yay, and they were both like, nah. Um, <laughs> Obviously, that wasn't Scarlett Johansson playing Natasha Romanoff in this. It was uh, the actress Lake Bell. Mm. Um, and I think she did a very good job of, of playing Nat in this episode. I thought I really enjoyed her performance. But a few people I talked to didn't really like it. Um, was a bit jarring for them. Didn't hold up. Um, I'm curious to know what you guys thought. Fulia, did it bother you or were you okay? I was neither here or there about it, to be honest. Um, I obviously knew that, you know, Scarlett Johansson wasn't going to be voicing it. Um, Obviously, I also saw the the title credits. Um, It didn't bother me, to be honest. It really didn't bother me. Uh, I didn't mind it. You know, it's a it's it's an animated it's an animated uh, film or series. So, in that instance, you know, anyone can play it. Hmm. It's it's fine. That's true. Yeah, like they did with some other characters, like Steve. Not, not all, yeah, like not not everybody got the same, uh, same voice actors as their you know live action counterparts. So it didn't really bother me. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Mike, what did you think about? Um, it? yeah, same. It didn't really bother me because that's good. If it was like, um an actual Scarlett Johansson face, <laughs> then then it will probably go um, uncanny valley with me. It's like, nah, it doesn't work. But if it's like a cartoon, I think I think, I think it's fine. And, uh, and uh, I, I don't know, I was, may, maybe I question your friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. I question them. So they don't have a problem with uh, Steve Rogers' being played by another person or even Tony Stark being played by someone else. Yeah. So, and they have a problem with um, uh, Scarlett Johansson not being in it. So, I don't want to play this card, but I might. Uh, are your friends male at all? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yes. Hmm. I'm not, a, I'm not showing, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not, you know, <laughs> Let's just leave it there. No, no, no. <laughs> I think we can put two to two. I might just hang that in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> you Unless that. they're very feminist and say, "Not my Scarlet Witch." I, no, fuck! I did again. It's, it's <laughs> no, it's not. It's not anyone. God dang it! Shut up! <laughs> Trying to be profound, and I fucked it up. No, it's okay. Maybe they're maybe they're big fan. I'm trying to edit it in. Maybe they're big fans of of (laughs) Black Widow that only Scarlett Johansson can play Black Widow. Mm, Maybe, Uh, maybe Mm. that could explain it. 
just just yeah. that in for Leo if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And fixer. also, just just bit out where where I'm trying to explain it, but it comes off like a bit of a patronising piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, Natasha yeah. did a lot of the work, <laughs> like you said. Um, I mean, I, I really enjoyed Nick, the Nick Fury of it all in this episode. I thought he was badass. But yeah, N- Natasha did go get to go be like investigator, detective, sort of figuring out what's going on and, and, and all of that stuff, mm. um, which was, yeah, which is cool. It was just interesting that I, th- and I think maybe the reason why my, my friends pointed it out is just the fact that like, she has such a major role in the episode yeah, and it's not yeah. Scarlet. Yeah. So maybe that's probably what was jarring for them. I don't know. But um but yeah, no, it was fine. Fine for me. I thought I thought she was cool. I like I like Black Widow. More Black Widow the better I saw. Mm. Well wow. yeah. current circumstances. <laughs> yeah, not in current circumstances. Different different Black Widow. Different person. Same Black Widow. Anyway. Well, her sister. There you go. Sis, yes, yes. Quote, quote unquote, mm. sister. Yes. Correct. So, shall we talk about the big twist of the episode before we wrap on? Yes. Yeah. Spoilers. Warning. Spoilers big spoilers. ahead. Spoilers. Big spoilers for this episode because uh, we find out that uh, the person responsible. For killing all of uh, the Avengers is uh, actually Hank Pym. What? Because he is getting uh, revenge uh, for the the death of her. Uh, sorry, his daughter Hope, um, who was a Shield agent in this universe. And that's what the what is. That's the Nexus event. Is the fact that Hope Van Dyne is a Shield agent. And she was actually on a mission that was attacked by the Winter Soldier, even though it's not said in the episode, but it's referenced. Um, and she's killed. Uh, and so Hank Pym decides to t- go after Fury and uh, by way of killing the Avengers, um, which is, yeah, interesting. Um, look, I, before I ask you your thoughts fully, because I'm really curious here why you didn't like this, I'm... I didn't love it either, to be fair. I was kind of expecting something a bit bigger or expecting something a bit more sinister. I don't know. Like, I mean, it is kind of tragic and sad and, and I don't know, monumental in a way, the idea of um, of a hero of, of Earth actually kind of turning against his own, really, because he's that grief-stricken. And feels that betrayed and all of that stuff. Like it makes for a good story, but I don't know. I f- I don't know. Or do you, maybe it would have been too cliche to have some kind of big big villain be behind it somehow. I don't know. But but yeah. So I, I'm kind of on the fence with it as well, to be honest. I mean, I'm okay with I'm okay with it. Like it, it works in the in the episode, and yeah, there are some emotional stakes involved and. That also kind of fits well, but but yeah, I can I can kind of see why you, you might not enjoy that twist. So tell tell me why, why what was wrong with that for you? It, it just didn't have the like I had this expectation of something big, and like this 
one big character all of a sudden has done all of this work. But then you find out that it was literally, it was just Hank being all grief-stricken and just seeking revenge because his daughter died when she shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I get it. And it works. Yes, it does work. I just... Yeah, I I just didn't like the way that they went about it. Because, I don't know, like from, from the Ant-Man films that I've seen, um, and I've only seen them once, I didn't think that Hank was overly that um, passionate about being part of this whole initiative and all that sort of stuff. So I didn't I didn't think he like he he he's obviously passionate about his technology and all that sort of stuff. But I didn't think he would go to a point where he would take it out on Nick Fury. Well, you've got to think that this is also a different universe. Yeah, yeah. So the Hank Pym that we've seen in the movie is different to this one and not just because of the the hope situation. Mm. Just it's just different universes, but you're right. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're kind of right for someone who's never really been fully, I don't know, engaged or or whatever mm. outside of his work. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Like it's just yeah, it is very out of left field. Mm. I guess. Um, and the and the fact that he you know gets beaten down by Nick Fury in quotation yeah. marks. That's my man. <laughs> She's actually referring to Loki. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> of course, that was the joke. Yeah. Initially, that was the initially, <laughs> Yes. Initially, when they were when they started fighting, and Nick Fury was actually dodging it all, I was I thought to myself. Wait, we haven't seen Nick Fury do anything of the sort except for wielding guns. That's as far as I've seen him do any kind of battle. I've never seen him do any kind of hand-to-hand type of combat. Right. And I think it got... When when did it get... It got to maybe... like It took me a while to realize what happened. Me? No, me too. You're not alone. Like It was literally... Until he started teleporting around. Yes. That's when I've gone, okay, that's not Nick that's Fury. That's not Nick Fury, exactly. I yeah. was like, okay, no. Since when does he have this kind of power? <laughs> uh, and then I realized it wasn't him who's Loki. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think just overall, I get it. It works for the episode, but I was just... I was just disappointed in the way that decided that it was him that did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Probably a long-winded way of saying I didn't like it. No, that's, <laughs> no, right. that's okay. Long-winded is fine. Um, Mike, what did you Yo, think? Yo, um, it was jarring at the start, and then I had to think back. It's like, well, did did Hank have the sort of have something in his past to actually he would go out in his way to actually do this like like um we haven't really we haven't really said well he's yellow jacket of course in this um which has its own complications as well um 
he in the movies and that he he definitely has a sort of um he definitely has he, he sort of has does have that strained relationship between uh uh shield and that ever since the first one where the where uh Howard Stark is try, trying to replicate his formula and he said well fuck you guys I'm out of here I'm taking my bat and ball and going home and mm. and yeah in the first one you, you see uh hope uh not necess- not being with shield but being with another uh company and that sort of a rival sort of a rival company with with uh Pym Tech so so she had the choice between that and going going to a organization that um that her father sort of turned turned her back on so maybe there was a strange uh, a, a strained relationship with that as well so they sort of maybe the mother uh, the father daughter relationship was sort of maybe was strained there and that was the what if as well so and then yeah final straw hope died on on mission so and of course he blames um uh nick fury for that but then hank finds out that finds out about the um avenger initiative as well and decides well i'm going after those people instead okay just to teach nick nick a lesson right okay i suppose I suppose they're probably with their thought of writing this is like, okay, we got the premise. What if the Avengers didn't become the Avengers and they work backwards? It's like, okay, we, we, we need sort of like a, a, um, a whodunit. And we don't really know much about Nick Fury's past, except for Captain America, uh, except for, um, Captain Marvel. And, and we've got, Agent Coulson as well, so you can't really have um, Agent Coulson being the protagonist in this. Which, which thinking about it, that that would be pretty interesting. Mm. Coulson was the bad guy, but I think that's one season of yeah. um, Angels of the Shield. I think. Uh, not exactly, but yeah, he does play an antagonist at one point. But yeah, yeah. so that. I suppose, I suppose it's sort of loose threads connection to there, and okay, yeah, trying to make it make sense in my head. It sort of makes sense, but there's not much, not much uh, connective tissue there. Probably that's why I, I sort of have it like a eh, okay. Well, you can have fun with it, but it's not one of my favorites. But there's been only three, so who knows? Probably the ne- next couple are probably dog shit compared to this one, so who knows? Who knows? And I, I, I don't think we've uh, said this as well. Voiced by Michael Douglas. Yeah. Yes, he did. He did, even though we did mention earlier, he was not credited in the opening credits, um, which was nice. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so he actually, I was wondering though, cause it didn't, there were times where it like, didn't sound like him. And I was like, is that actually him? But I think it's just the way Michael Douglas sounds when he's unhinged a bit. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. So that was very cool and also, for him to be involved. Sorry. And also, um, he hasn't done much voiceover work as well because there's definitely different um, muscles to use when you're doing voiceover as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there is that. He did yeah. a, he, he did a good job, I think. Mm, mm. You need yeah. a good director for that, for people who are transitioning from mm. a visual medium to you need you need all the expression in your in your in one particular sense. So, yeah, yeah, but cool nonetheless. Yeah, fair enough. Very cool. Very very cool. All right. Um, that might wrap it up. Unless you guys have anything else you want to add. Yes. Nothing. Yes, nothing to add, or yes, I have something. No. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for playing. I'm here for the content. <laughs> <laughs> Brought you some content. Um, open wide. Yeah. Well, open wide. Uh, yeah, that was it. That's that's our wrap up of what if episode three. What if Earth Earth uh, lost its mightiest heroes? Very interesting discussion. I I enjoyed that. Nice to know that we're all kind of having our differing opinions. We don't just straight up love this one. There's some complexity going on, some um, divisiveness amongst us. So that's that's interesting. Makes for good chats. So I hope everyone listening enjoyed that. Yeah, and it's good um, that we're on video video conference. Otherwise, we'll be strangling each other. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Be like, what? No, you're wrong. No. no, no. Loki sucks. What? No. Shut up. What? He's got <laughs> horns. Cool. He should be turning blue. No. Yes. Doesn't make sense. Yes, he should. It does. <laughs> he learned from his mistakes. Oh, character growth. Cool. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> enough enough of that it's time to plug some stuff before we get on out of here starting with me uh of course i have my non-scripted rambling videos they are up um as on top of my recent reaction to the eternals trailer there is also my reaction to the spider-man no way home teaser you can check that out on youtube right now as well as my full in-depth um <laughs> Loki episode three <laughs> of what if uh, featuring what if actual storyline somewhere in there um, on on the YouTube as well. Listen to me ramble some some a bunch of stuff that I did not just mention here. If you want to any hear any more thoughts from me on the subject, please head over to YouTube and check that out. Fulia. Uh, the monthly is out and Yay! ready for your ears. It is. <laughs> Go check out the Jul- the August episode. Of <laughs> <laughs> it's like and the August episode August. of the monthly at Winter Threads. Um, we were gonna do something, but then we didn't have time, so we ended up recommending movies to each other, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So go and check that out and tell us what you think of the movies that we watched. Um, that'd be really cool as well. Um, and yeah, that's it. Sweet. Yeah. 
Awesome. Mike, did you enjoy listening to the episode? I did. Oh, good. Hmm. Thank you. I'm glad you It killed it. the time. <laughs> it, killed, <laughs> it was a way to kill yeah. an hour. 1.5 speed. Yeah. My usual. <laughs> Charming. Love I watch Coco. I watch Jack. Much. We were both cried. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, pretty, pretty much. much the gist of it. Yeah. And I'm here for the spark notes. <laughs> yes. The abridged version. That's the way this works. All right. I think that'll do it, kids. Time to move on out of here. <laughs> Um, and a one, and a two, and a three. That, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. Yes, I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantarmaja. And I've been a Meat Popsicle, which is a reference to the movie Fifth Element with, uh, with uh, what's his name? Bruce Willis, who was also in Armageddon. You know, that, that guy that was in Armageddon. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> You know that guy. You know that guy. Yeah. Michael yeah. Lister. Nice reference. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and you, you just, just experienced a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Woo! Thanks for listening, guys. Maybe episode. beef. Episode 108. Freddy lives, Loki dies in every universe, including the Spider-Verse. No. (laughs) Maybe. Stay safe. No. Yes, stay safe. Look after yourself. Be be good or be good. Get your vaccine. Get your vaccine. Also, what we didn't mention, Fulia and I are booked in for our first jabs. <laughs> we get in the 5G wireless oh, network yeah. in our veins. Finally, at work, I'll be able to get good reception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good shit. Yep. It is. Book your vaccine, people. Pfizer. Get her done. Pfizer. Pfizer. And. Thanks for listening. AstraZeneca. <laughs> Scene. See. See. No, 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 no.